On today's job board, we have playing golf, citrus, the weather, featured beers, the cost of transition, hack attack, and of course, course happenings. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jingweeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 45 of From the Jingweeds. Can't believe we made it this far and I keep on saying it. I can't wait till uh, we get to an episode where I don't even mention that I can't believe we made it this far, but fuck it. Dan, <laughs> what is the good word? Not much, spring break. Mm. You were on a little vacay this week, is that what you're saying? Took a couple days off. Nice, what's going some... on there? You got uh, brother Michael in town? Michael's in town, we played a couple rounds of golf, played your place yesterday. Nice. time. Yeah, had a five some going. Yep. Played out of my own cart. Didn't play quite as well as last week out of the own cart, but I still think I'm going to drive my own cart around the golf course because <laughs> I do play the best out of that. So we had a little, I guess, two-team scramble. Yep. Uh, me and you against uh, Mike, his stepson, and then uh, Sean, who you guys refer to as coach. Where's the coach come in? Was he your coach? No, I. my brother's just, uh, they all call him coach, so... Coach Harris. So uh-huh. Coach Harris. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so that was cool. It was them three against me and you in a scramble. Uh, we ended up losing. You know what we should have got, and I talked to them yesterday afternoon, is we should have got that extra stroke, uh, extra putt. Should have been able to putt one more. Ah, uh, that's probably a good uh, good idea, but we should have beat them anyways. Uh, not to knock, you know, Jackson and Sean, but it was Mike against us two and them two right. trying to chuck a prayer. Yeah, but they... Every ham time, and egged. Dude, they, every ham time they egged. needed a shot, one of those three would come through. And yeah. uh, I mean, uh, even on 17, yes. we had that good drive. And then we were on, and they, I think they chunk, chunk. Yeah, and and, then it's but like, Jackson oh. was chunked and rolled we up. Like, you know, a skipped one that ended up rolls up to 10 feet. Oh. And then we're giving up a stroke. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we lost. Yeah, we gave them nine strokes. That was a bit aggressive, but that's all right. It was a good time. No, it was fun. Um, I don't know. Golf course is good. Uh, we are packed. I saw that. You know, yesterday we went out uh, at first thing, and I had said that you know the first two tee times were still for sale. Six thirty-eight and or six thirty-nine and six forty-eight. We got nine-minute intervals, and we were caught. We let a couple people pass. Well, we had the single. We let go first. Yeah. But we didn't have a tee time available until four forty-three. That's that's crazy. fucking wild. Um, and then today we were, I saw five tee times available from first tee time to 3.40 something. And the only reason why that stopped is because we do, for every Friday we do a couple's nine hole, uh, kind of little league or whatever. So we needed this space to get the people to clear yeah, the right. front nine. Other than that, we were sold out uh, other than the five tee times. And I'm sure we sold those. So... Golf is wild. We keep saying it. It's awesome, but it's now to start. It's almost time to start thinking, all right, we're not in the right price range. Yeah, right. You know, we need to get to, or at least from a superintendent standpoint, we need to get to 200 people a day up right. the price and make more money doing it. You know, we've been climbing yeah. that ladder. I've talked Reduces about it traffic. since I started at yeah. that place. We've kind of climbed that ladder more and more, but uh, this year it's... Uh, it's crazy, and I see what people are paying there. Uh, when I first started, and again, it's not tooting my horn. It is a little bit. My guys that are helping me get this place back together, it's you know the family following the idea of what I'm trying to do to that place and actually buying into the program and sticking to it. Um, I think we were charging $65 at this point my first year. Is Maybe right? we would talk about, oh, my God, we had people off the street rack rate, you know, just signed in this morning for 85. And that was like, whoa, yeah. check this out. I saw 148 a handful of times on that sheet this morning, like a lot. Yeah. So, you know, golf is a busy, which is a great thing. And then two, the golf course is it's well worth, in my eyes, a hundred dollar golf course now. Oh, I would agree. 
you know, yeah, whereas years ago, I, you know, we'd get up there and it was like, man, you know, I've talked about it now. I have a problem with, you know, having such a small crew and it's not that I want to sit and bitch about my crew and that we're small and, you know, there's not the old school guy that grinds and wants to give a shit about the place. I also look at it as can we, as that small crew, provide what the customer is paying, you know, pound for pound. And right now I think it's well worth a hundred bucks. Yeah. For if sure. everything else there. around us is worth what it is, or they getting what they get and yeah, it's well worth the hundred bucks. We're getting. Insane. Um, it's insane right now. Yeah. It's, it is pretty wild, but it's a great thing. I just hope, uh, you know, people realize, you know, it doesn't just happen overnight. I wonder if we're turning the corner now where maybe they're going to start building golf courses again or, you know, well, g- garnering enough interest Right, we, I feel like it was dying for a while. Yeah, so and I think out here is going to help us turn the corner because now everybody's outside and and playing golf. Right, and when I first moved here was 2000, and golf was obviously going crazy, so they were building it right. everywhere. Right, um, and then nothing for the longest time. Uh, then like the victory at Verado went up. Uh, you know, Wickenburg went up when I was here, you know, had lived here, but that was the only thing kind of going on. Yep. A couple of redesigns. Sterling Grove though. That's newest. Is brand new and that is uh a Nicholas job. Yeah. Not signature, right? I don't know. I'm almost positive it's not. Tell me if it is or not. Somebody email me, yell at me, tweet at me. I, I don't get it up right now on the internet. Uh yeah, you probably could. But it uh that's getting a lot of hype. You know, as far as what's been going on, and maybe it's because it's the only thing going on out here as far as new builds. It's true. Uh, So I know a couple people that have played it. They say it's great. Um, I've heard the greens are a little bit much, which is typical Nicholas. I feel like it's bunkers in in landing zones that piss you off. I don't know that that's Oh, really? That's Nicholas to me. Uh, Yeah, see, I also would say that too. He's, you know... He outsmarted people around the golf course, so every one of his designs is you got to think a lot more, you know, while you're playing that place rather than standing up there and just hammering the ball away. You know, Desert Highlands, when we played, when I worked there and we would play, we'd play from this, you know, the one-ups and we'd be at, you know, 6,800 yards or whatever. Yeah. And you wouldn't hit the driver till like the ninth hole. Right. Because you'd carry it to those split fairways, you yeah, know, it's like tiny little little seventy carry, or you got to lay up and then have two ten yeah. in. Yeah, that's not fun golf to me. Not no, I no, I like just standing I up mean, there. Every and once in a while, I get it, hammering it. Yeah, you know? but I, I think you see that in a lot of just desert golf periods. Like, oh, there's a wash, and it's like, fuck. Yeah, well, sometimes I just gonna want to go rip driver. Yeah, the whole water issue, you know, and being, you know, you can only use you know new builds anyway. Is supposed to only be. Oh, yeah. 90 acres of golf turf. Right. You know, we heard that Sterling Grove has a shitload of turf, but it's all part of the whole HOA Is it? project. Yeah. Um, but I've also heard there's a lot of grass, or at least that's how they divided it up and able to get that much turf out there. But, uh, you know, desert-wise, we're, cut, we're limited to how much water that we can use, so everything is tight everywhere. You know, Highlands was... I've said it before, is their desert area, what we called kind of the transition zone, which was actual hard pan with no, well, the desert floor with no plants on it, that was considered the rough. Uh, so, uh-oh, hold on one second. You're not recording? No, it, okay, it, no, it just went blank because we're not plugged in. Oh, okay. All right, Andy, you can, it's doing fine. I just, it made a different look on the screen so i had to say what the fuck but yeah that area was when it was designed nicholas kind of put it that that is the rough you know it was basically one strip of rough around the fairway cut yeah. and then it just died off and the, all the fairways were raised out of the desert floor so it looked like you know the gra- the golf course rose out of the floor so you'd have to drive up the edges like three four feet you know up the side of the transition of the desert area to climb into the fairway Oh, really? And then the fairway was almost like a, not really a bathtub, but canoed. So all the water stayed in there and didn't okay. go firing out to the desert. Yeah, but if, uh, you ever played any of the desert mountains? They're like that too. Uh-huh. Not quite as extreme, but yeah. 
Uh, I've never played any. A lot of those things. They don't let me out there. (laughs) Oh, you pigeon. (laughs) 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 Got to know somebody. (laughs) No, no. They said you see me coming and throw the spike strip. Yeah. (laughs) 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 You're out there. (laughs) And that's at the gate. (laughs) No, I was saying like a mile out. Mm. They just see me coming and blow the... Yeah, see your, your shit box, your POS driving <laughs> up the road. They're like, you don't belong. They already know. It's not you. It's just the, the regular vehicle driving up there. Oh, this ain't no Lambo or Mercedes. Oh, no shit. So, a Range Rover. Spike them. Yeah. <laughs> Get them, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Little Chief Wiggum. Uh, so what do you got going on on the golf courses now that we got it busy as shit? You, uh, did you leave the boys up to any plans while you were gone, or did you just mm. give them the, hey, let's ride it right now? Yeah, let's just ride it. We got some rainfall. What, was that Tuesday morning a little bit? Yeah. So we were off. We had Sunday night. I think we got a quarter inch or Saturday night. No irrigation on. Then we were going to turn it on. I think that was Tuesday that we got a little something. We're going to turn it on Tuesday, but we got the little sprinkle. Yeah. So that made it wet enough. We didn't have to irrigate. Next morning, we had frost again. We yeah. did top dress greens both both sides, so they're going to be probably by yesterday or today. They're probably awesome. Yeah, I did the same thing. I top dressed mine on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it was drizzly, but uh, it did not hit me, the rain. Like you say, I still had to irrigate. Um, but Wednesday morning was frosty. Freezing. And today it's 84 right now, and this morning I was running around in flip-flops and shorts, so it's already that season, which... I mean, it always is when I show up to work, um, but I actually did a couple of things, went out, you know, with top dressing, I, we had lowered the heights back on the mowers, because uh, like I said, I've said it before, I kind of keep going through these processes, maybe somebody will pick up some of the tips that I will give out. Um, I don't didn't mow on Tuesday, just rolled them ahead of me top dressing, uh, was mowing them at 120, I raised it up to 130 for Wednesday, mowed it without a basket, that's basically just helping me to spread the sand because i don't drag them i don't have enough time uh so i just lightly dust them and then turn on four minutes of water to kind of just sink it a little bit your rate the way it looked like your you got your top dresser dialed in the same like i don't you don't really have to drag them no get a little heavier or overlap gets up right but the spread looks good yeah on ours too and it kind of works like we turn the water on too and just works it in yeah it just helps to at least get rid of a little bit of it uh or at least take the look of that dry sand yeah. sitting right on top and you just right. push it down a little. And then the next day I lower them again uh, and ended up throwing baskets on them. Uh, and today I went running up there in flip-flops and shorts. Uh, and I was perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, and went up there to see how much they were catching in the baskets. And we're going to go this weekend at 125 and Monday we'll lower it to 120. We'll be back to where we began. Uh, and barely picked up anything this morning. Yeah, I, don't, I don't change heights. We just, I mow, top dress, and then the next day we roll, and then the next day we'll mow without baskets. Okay. So you so never I even s- change heights. Okay. Uh, um, I have definitely known uh, or have seen before, and I thought about it this time, if your sand is pretty dry yeah. going out, um, I like rolling after. I drive. Yeah, the next day roll is we we do got to rethink it because it sticks to the roller. Yeah, It'd be nice if we could do an afternoon roll. Right, so we take it, and I think right after you top dress. So top dress instead of turning on the water or anything, just run the roller over. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got a new wife that we can join to the podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> Leah gets on all the time. <laughs> Here comes yep. Jamie. We're, yeah, Jamie's out the, checking out the yard, out making the sure tree. Let's see yep. what she's gonna get. Heading straight to that back lemon tree. Not a ton of fruit on that Not, this year. No. How does it usually produce a shitload, or is it just? Uh, uh, I think the drought this summer kind of crushes all. Our my lime tree looks like dog shit. Like half of it died. Huh. That's interesting because my neighbor, the one that branches that hang over into my yard yeah. on that cocktail tree, thing just won't stop. This thing right here is a blood orange tree, and uh, all of our blood oranges, it's like a woodpecker's eating every one of them. Huh. Awesome. But that's that little twig back there. That's a lime tree that used to look like this blood orange, and I lost it because of the drought. That's crazy. Oh, I can see where you cut it at the bottom. These got so many flowers on them. I think we're going to have a ton. A ton. Oh, how about we get. What are we making with those? How's the hall? Oh, man. We've got. Yeah, we've got 10 of them or so. 
Well, there was a citrus fruit ep- part of the episode that we haven't had yet. Yeah, my neighbor, I have two neighbors. One, the tree hangs over the backyard, and then the- That thing is loaded. Yeah, and then uh, I got some, I called them, I called them Trump oranges because the neighbor flies the flag. I mean, it is wild. Um, and she came over one day. She's like, oh, here you go. And she's like, you want some of these oranges? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I take them, and I go in, hey, honey. I'm like, we got some Trump oranges, you know, whatever. They're awesome. They're awesome. Well, this that so. that's a grapefruit tree back okay, there. Yeah. Usually, that whole side's covered in. They don't have huh. any. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. I isn't every couple of years. Maybe they just don't. Yeah, I don't know much about the citrus. What's going on yeah, with that? that Other that, than frost will kill it, and then obviously drought. Yeah, yeah. You know what are you doing growing citrus out in the desert? That's weird to me. No, because I know it. Being the East Coast person is Florida. Florida and yeah, Georgia right. have all the citrus yep. in my eyes. And then when I moved out here, it was. You know, that whole Chandler area or East Mesa yeah. is all old orange groves. Like, that's fucking wild. Yeah. Uh-huh. But anyways. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, sorry for the citrus uh, <laughs> section of that. But she interrupted us. So back to the top dressing thing. Uh, I forget where I had left off there, but uh, oh, rolling it right after with dry sand helps work it in pretty good. Yeah. And it mistakenly happens uh, usually when my guys mow just for the position of where the golf course is. They take off and they do putting, they do chipping green, putting green, 18, and then cruise down to one. Right. Uh, so, you know, everything's done that way. So I had just thought while I was following the, with the top dresser that he had rolled chipping green, putting green, 18, and then off to one. Well, he didn't, and I was halfway across 18, and I was like, oh, shit, he didn't hasn't been here yet. So I just, hey, I'm not putting water on it now. Just roll it after. And he rolled it, and I was thinking to myself, okay, that's for sure probably what we should do next time. But that's if the sand is dry. Yeah, so when I was at Iron Horse, we had the Viber rollers on the triplex. They were sweet. Oh, like yeah. The, like vibrating rollers. Yeah. So we would top dress and then run those over. That was a pretty good. I mean, he had it, James had it figured out. Like our top dressing was dialed in. It was like mo top dress, vibro roll, and then blow like in yeah. piles or anything. And dude, they're always good. But yeah, the key is getting good piece of equipment that yeah. you know spreads. When I was at the other place, not Highlands, but the other place, well, Highlands was awful because the bunkering and the way the greens were to get a machine on there and get it. You know, some of it you couldn't go off. You have to almost do like a crescent moon right. across the green and then try and work that yeah. as an even. Oh, that ain't going to fucking work. Yeah. You know, and uh, so you're backing in, you know, just putting the edge of the tires onto a, the edge of the bunker and then trying to drive out with it. That didn't work. And the other thing I thought, why did we have at that place a uh, pull behind top dresser rather than the one that was mounted? Yeah. You know, now that I have the one that's mounted on the back with the spinners. I'm thinking to myself, how in the world did we ever do it this way? Was that just not something that was available? You want to know what we did at any Wells? Belt we, one, dropping we, we, with the belt? No, bag dried green sand and put it out with spreaders. Oh, we did that at, at the end of my days at awesome. Highlands. Yeah, it, was oh, awesome. it came out perfect. But that's what you can do with money. Yeah, and we didn't bag dry it. We would just spread it into the parking lot of our shop oh, and, take the, uh, and take the uh, sand pro. And just buzz. We had an old Sam Pro, so it didn't matter what the tines on the bottom did. And just scraped it all over the place. It was big cement pad, so it was pretty flat. And then we'd dry it that way and then put it back inside. Close the garage door on in your sand bay. So garage door, shut it, dry it. Keeps it dry all the time. Keeps all the shit and trash out of yeah, it. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's what money does. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you have guys out push spreading it. And then guys... Dragon yeah, we had we had gone. walking ones. They would walk and push like your yeah. garage broom and walk oh. it just like they were mowing greens. We had like one that was like a handle with like four heads. Yeah, you just walk and pull behind it. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, it was so awesome. Yeah, it was because I know when we first had uh, gotten the mini verde, we got them from bent grass to mini verde. I remember when we were you know you're top dressing all the time on brand new greens. So, you know you're trying to build that up and smooth them out so you're constantly going the tire tracks would not leave you know brand yeah. new green and all that so that's where it was just like it came up to all right we're putting this shit through spreaders so i was like fuck so that's on mondays in the summertime you know in our summer season anyways when we're really that mini verde's going wild 
between the double back verticutting every Monday. Verticutters, two of them in two directions. Mm-hmm. Uh, four dudes top dressing because three of them were pushing spreaders. The other one was just running buckets. And then three dudes. Oh, sorry. We had to mow it too. Walk mode. Yeah. So there were two guys on uh, verticutters, four greens mowers, four guys sanding, and three guys pushing with brooms. What else was done that day? I have no idea how we did anything else. You know what else you did? You probably you probably edge cart path. Oh, yeah. Did some bunker detailing. <laughs> you probably did some tree trimming and some had a guy out with a sprayer or you know sprayer spraying weeds because he had another six hundred guys to do that shit too. Yeah, those were the days. That was tough. I mean, or now you just look at it. It's like how in the world did I ever do? The nice thing is like triplexes have come such a long yes. way. Yes, both tee approach and greens. It's like, I mean. Now, do you need to send three guys walk mowing out or you can no. send one on a triplex? Send one on a triplex. Uh, I could see how the uh, cleanup pass is my only issue. But, but Being I, able to do that with a walking mower. I don't want to pump anybody's tires, but there's, I'm sure every all of them have it where they're slowing down the inside tire yes. now and slowing down that real speed so it's not yeah. tearing it up. They're, it's that's it's coming so about. close, um, but I still think... Because the ones that I have were marketed as, you know, you're not going to see that. Mine does borderline all of that. Yeah. You know, it's not quite at that. The next ones I get will have that. Um, but I'd like to be able to also move the heads Remember, left so or right, John like Deere the sidewinders. Do you know John Deere triplexes, they used to be offset? So your cleanup lap, they would move the tires on your cleanup lap? Oh, yeah. So if you did it clockwise one day, yep. when you went the other way, it was offset the different... Okay, but yeah. Permanently offset? Right, yeah. But right, like being able to, like a sidewinder. Yeah. Like kick it out to the side. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't have to be as far as a sidewinder. It just needs to be a couple inches just to offset yeah. it just enough. Yeah, John Deere. Uh, so, hey, red guys up there in Minnesota, <laughs> I know you're all listening. <laughs> Fix is. that problem. <laughs> Fix that problem. Huh. If not, somebody that knows somebody, send a message. I am trying to get a new, like a little brush to work in the sand, too. Now we're doing... Sand top dressing, yeah. you know. Uh, you want a rotary brush, or are you like the one that? That's like I think it spins in two different directions. Yeah, the ones on like a PTO oh, okay. driven thing. Yes. So I can run those on greens after top dressing, and then I can run those on the fairways after we top dress those too. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. We just run that big old keystone on the fairways, and then uh, I do have a kind of a heavy keystone. Like when yeah. we do my whole process of airifying you know i'm closed for four days and that's the only time that i'm really pulling cores and right. burying them in sand we go over it with the keystone one day and then the next day we go with the drag mat brush yeah. uh and it really has to do at that point is i don't want to keep sending stuff over it and even that kind of pains me a little yeah. bit because i mean you've got all those holes open and that's when you're going to get ruts so i mean the sand's there to fill it in but you're still getting ruts no, and then you end sure. up with super heavy areas in the ruts but uh, so I going on my place. I I still got that uh, solid tiner going in the fairways, um, and then uh, lowered roughs this week. So we're down to an inch. Uh, just again trying to get that stuff removed and also let light into the Bermuda grass. Uh, I'm starting to see quite a bit of Bermuda grass in my fairways, along with poa and also it's other shit that's out there growing. Um, but a good sign to see that Bermuda grass. Uh, I hope this weather kind of stays steady right here would be nice. Less fluctuation because I think yeah. when it, you know, when we get that frost again. 55 and 80 would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Right yep. Uh, you know, when we get that frost again, I kind of worry, like, how long is this going to last? And the longer it lasts, the more it kind of shuts that Bermuda back down again. And it might have used up. A little bit more energy to get out and start greening up, and now it kind of goes. Wait a second, I gotta wheel back. It's not obviously. I know it's not going to happen drastically, and that's not going to oh, cause right. a problem. But a long stretch will do it, or a good hard frost. I'm will. at a point where I feel like if I scalp down my rough and let it start growing, I'd green up pretty quick. Obviously, I yeah. can't do that now. If I could close 18 holes, you know, I'd yeah. think. But then we get the day it was 38 degrees or 36 degrees, 34 yeah. degrees. Like, fuck, that shit's got to cut. Yeah. It's got to stop. It does have to stop. But I, and I think looking forward, we got this like highs maybe 70 degrees. You know what I mean? And I heard uh, at yeah, least we got Phoenix. A 68 next week. But lows chance of, 50s chance of some weather blowing in too, right? 
I saw the uh, National Weather Service tweeted out yesterday uh, that, you know, we're, oh, you know what it's not? You know what it is? What? They're predicting, by the way, the, the weather's moving now is a above normal uh, precipitation, yeah, June, yeah. July, and August. I did see that. Uh, I'm here to say, anybody want to put money on it? I grew up in a gambling family. <laughs> we had answering machines before there were answering machines. I did I did hear somebody say, but this is El Nino this last yeah. year, this last summer, so that's why it was dry. So I'm kind of just hoping. Yeah. Because the last two monsoons have been... But you think jump. if the National Weather Service is watching it, I kind of got to believe them a little, oh, right? I would hope. It's not just the guy down the road that said he read his farmer's almanac. I've been here five years. I don't think I've been through a, a normal monsoon. I've been through wet winters, not a normal monsoon, where it blows in in the afternoon, rains for an hour, and then it's out of here. Right. Uh, As a kid, I used where to Whereas it here. happened over and over. Yeah. It'll happen once. Right. When I was a kid, when I we used to come here, and my par- grandparents lived in Yarnell. Yeah. And I remember like sitting in their house right at the top of the mountains, and it just thundered, these huge thunderstorms rolling in. Yeah. When it happens... You know, or at least typically it happens a little bit more way up north than it does down here anyways. It's because, like I said last week, it gets so fucking hot that the storms don't even like it. They come in and they look over the mountains and it's like, nope. Just that ambient heat just pushes it back out. It just won't get over the mountain. Yep. That was the sound of the beers. Did you hear that on the opening? This week, check this out. If anybody wants to... Doesn't know what me and Dan look like. <laughs> There's a beer out of Tombstone Brewery down in Tombstone, Arizona. It's a collaboration with them in 1912 Brewery, which I think is also down there. And the beer is called Two Pickles. <laughs> and it is me and Dan rolling in some sort of vehicle on right. this. That is exactly us. Yeah. Um, so there's no way that I couldn't have bought this. Uh, and when I gave it a try... It's uh, cucumber and pickles and tagine goose. I don't even know what that is, but I'm telling you right now, it's one of the best drinks. Is that what it is? Tagine? I couldn't even say size on. What are you asking me for? Yeah, whatever it is, it's called two pickles, and it's the greatest drink. I don't know if I would call it a beer. It's not a beer, and it's not a salsa. It's just an excellent super drink. Super beer, refreshing. If you like beer. pickle juice and it's cucumbers, very, it's very good. Very good. What do you got? So I've got a, just your standard 805 mm. Firestone Walker, but they have made it with lime now. It's the 805 Cerveza. Ooh, it's got you a had mentioned last time that you were drinking the 805s that this is the goods. For when it's starting to warm up, it's going to be a, a and top of the list. the season, right? Enough Some with the white me, claws that give you heartburn, and I swear it does something to my stomach, like an ulcer. It I, burns a hole. I'm off the claws onto high noons, I think. Oh. They just, they don't, I don't know, they taste better. They don't give me that, I don't know, hangover-ish. Yes. I know it, there's something you know I mean? about white claws. I do like them. It's a different hangover. It is. It's a uh, it burns, though. Those things burn like. The high noons are good. Throat. The flavors are just better. The, I feel like. The claw and the truly, I think, is worse. Is it's almost like it's so too fakey. Right. The high noons, I think, are pretty good. The uh, the truly lemonades and iced teas are good. Yeah. Way better than the their fruit teas. one. Way better than their fruit one. The lemonades are good, but I can't drink too many just because I can't. I couldn't drink six lemonades if I wanted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But these cervezas, the 805 <laughs> cervezas, so it's brewed with lime. Delicious. Nice. Very very good. So, uh, again, remember, because I know most of you guys are probably listening to this. This get released on Sunday. I know some of you guys jump on there because we see the downloads. Sunday's the day to have the beers, right? So let us know what you're boozing on. Uh, Tweet at us. You guys got some local beers in the other states that we're not from. Uh, We've touched everything in Arizona or we're going to at some point, and then we'll move on uh, to maybe some hometown stuff from, you know, my place and I don't know why. I don't know what. What's the what's the best corn beer? And uh, we'll be <laughs> drinking what, whiskey, right? Some moonshine in Nebraska. In Nebraska? So, I've been out of Nebraska for so long. I think they got a lot of micros showing up there too. But well, I was gonna say it was. I went up to Flagstaff, Flagstaff last weekend. Yeah, so they got a bunch of snow. 
Um, yeah, after we recorded, we went up Saturday. So there had been snowing Thursday, Friday. It was still snowing Saturday. And uh, we went and took the kid's sled. And oh, nice. Tonight. Was that their first run uh, this on a year. sled? I oh, took okay. Vincent a couple years ago. But Vin- Julian, yes. And then obviously Birdie was a trooper. But So we went up there Saturday, sledded or whatever, fine, stay the night. And usually uh, every, when it's snowing, everybody coming out of the snow will back to Phoenix is the, the traffic's crazy. Yep. So what should have been a 15-minute drive back to the park, we're going to sled before we came back. It was like an hour and 11 minutes. Oh. But we found a route through uh, through town or whatever. And when we were passing under the interstate, I think it had to be heading to L.A. I-14, is that what goes there? 40? 40, 40, yeah. Anyway, I was like, oh, that's why it takes so long. I found out, I read an article. Those people were up there for 15 hours in their cars. Whoa. The people I saw on the interstate had been sitting in there overnight. People were, like, shutting their cars off, sleeping in there, and then they would have to start it. It was, like, 20 degrees. It was freezing. Holy shit. Like, the law enforcement was having to knock on people's windows to wake them up to to get them to move when they finally cleared (sighs) whatever it was. 15 hours, man. No way. Could you imagine? I haven't... Sitting in a snowstorm in your car for 15 hours. Somebody was like, yeah, I was two football fields from an exit, and they wouldn't let us get off. Oh, man, that would be the worst. I would be furious. That's where, you know, that would turn and take it a whole nother level. How much snow was going on? A ton? Uh, I think they ended up probably getting 11 inches. Oh, there was wow. a whiteout. I mean, it was snowed heavy Saturday when we were hanging out there. Yeah. It was pretty nice because it cleaned out the park. It's oh. Sunday. It's funny how many people were up. Oh yeah, from Phoenix. Oh yeah, they Tempe this, they Bell pack, this. Yep. They pack the vans and, and they just run to the, the snowflakes. Yeah. Oh as yeah. As soon as I got in, one girl's got her boyfriend up there, and she's he's getting all angles for the gram. Too. Oh, like, this poor guy the probably poor drove two guy. hours from Phoenix <laughs> yep. to get a couple snaps. They're gonna get right in the car. And yeah, because it's back. cold. Now yep. all of a sudden it's and cold. She's yeah, sleeping. No shit, because you're in a sports bra and leggings <laughs> yeah. on the side of the road in Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah. You forgot your you forgot your parka. Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere, man. Oh yeah, my brother's staying over here in the resort, and like more than once, I've seen a a a girl with her mom taking pictures for the gram, and then this family. It was the dad, his wife, and then two daughters, and they had to stop in the middle of this. You know, they're in the resort; it's pretty nice. Well, I guess we daughters to take we as kids always wanted to be professional baseball players or basketball players too, and these kids are growing up thinking that for like twenty minutes to take pictures. And I turned to my wife; I was like, "I bet that dad wants to hang himself on this pillar because." Could you imagine? I, uh, this dude just needs to get to a beer. Yeah. Yeah. And his freaking daughters for the gram. Are stopping. You know, oh. it was like pose, look at it. All right, move over here. Yeah. Pull. And I was like, oh my. It was giving me a headache. Thinking That's about it. wild. So let's see in about 15 years if my wife is taking pictures on the way to dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I text you for hey, the gram. Up. <laughs> I'll be there 20 extra minutes because yeah. we're taking pictures for the gram or whatever oh, it's going to be next. Exactly, yeah. That's rough. But it's a whole world that I you know, don't live in. I can't even figure out how to put the get the gram going with the top dressing. But it, it, can everybody be influencers? You know yeah, I mean? at like some how point, many yes. How is there? Yeah, I think you can. But what um, does it mean? You know, it's got to be flooded for as many people as I saw doing it. But the good one, just like anything else, I think, is the good ones stand out. You know, the people that do it, that uh, Jake Paul dude that basically was like the, I don't know, would you call him the first internet YouTube sensation? I don't know. Those Paul I, brothers. I didn't really know anything about him. Uh, he was on a podcast last week talking about, you know, doing that for a job. And, you know, you know he was going to be a boxer now. And he box collegiantly and all that I business. I thought he wrestled like or he was a college wrestler or something. Like and something. I think he was on Ohio State's like club boxing okay. team too. You know, so he can kick the shit out of me. Yeah. Let's put it that way, you know. Oh, doesn't take much. <laughs> so uh he talked about just the the hours put into that, you know, starting out, like what it's like. He's like this is this isn't what you guys think it is. You know, yeah, I'm making millions of dollars doing it, but it is a 16, 18-hour-a-day job just to get the grind. Now he's, I'm sure, can float, you know, well, anything because anything he puts like up. Yeah. Yeah, anything he puts up is going to be worth like whatever it is. picture on Instagram for a million bucks. Right. Uh, but the grind putting in, so, yeah, it's probably just like, you know, the golfer, the guy that goes down there and puts in 12 hours a day, like a real job. 
he's probably going to be the guy that's right. closer, you know, top tens more often than the dude that just is a legit golfer. And has like, to go to a nine to five. And is like, fuck it. Yeah. Or yeah. even on the pro level is kind of like, ah, fuck it. You know, I'll just hang back here and collect right. 30 grand for coming in 72nd place every week. Right. Uh, did you see how about last week? Was it uh, Bryson missed the putt for like five hundred thousand dollars? Four seventy, yeah, or something some that's some shit insane. like that. Yeah, could and you imagine that? Seventy second place in that tournament was uh, Lashley, the dude that smashed the, you know, putter on the green a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, thirty grand, thirty grand, second seventy second place. So if you make the cut, you get thirty grand. Yeah. That'd be a good weekend. <laughs> that would be great. That would I'm be just great. trying to get an NBA Top Shot pack. <laughs> yeah. For hey, keep that stuff off the podcast. We don't need any more of these pigeons this getting guy, into the room. This guy's making 30K playing golf with his butt. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, can you imagine if I could just say, all right, we're just going to, I'm going to go play golf. You want to come with me? And we're going to split 30 grand. Yeah. We're going to go I'm play. In. We're going to play, play Pebble this weekend four times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> we'll split 30K. Yeah, you just get to walk it and carry my shit. Yeah, whatever. I'll carry I'll it. I'll carry it. As long as I can play in the the, the sponsor event on Monday. Yeah. I think that's what, uh you know, big talk in the golf world is, you know, Lee, Lee Westwood, two second place. You know, he's an old older dude, 48 years old, whatever it is. And uh, he's got his fiance on the bag. So that's a huge talk. You know, oh, my God, there's a woman out there carrying the bag. Oh, but it's his fiance. Isn't this such a great story? Da, da, da. <laughs> I heard him somewhere say, yeah, we're on vacation every weekend. And then, yeah, you, but- then you look at it and you're like, that's a pretty badass life right there. Yeah, Just trucking sure. around the country, you and your lady, but- and you're on vacation every week. Yeah, but he's getting second places. If he's getting 40 <laughs> second places, is yeah. it worth getting a better caddy to make that extra... 20 spots you know what i mean right Not, i don't know what kind of caddy she is obviously good enough for that they're getting second place right but if you were getting like that you were the same situation but you're getting 77th every time well like, yeah it's maybe time if i uh kick the wife to the curb but the idea the well what if it's one of your buddies no i know right and you're 72nd right. every week yeah, but but i could kick it up to a dude that's gonna get me in 30th place and i'm gonna be making six hundred fifty thousand instead of 30 all right. I'll just yeah. pay for our next year out. Yeah. You're, <laughs> I'll watch from inside the ropes. You know what I mean? I'll try and get another one of nice. those I mean, I honorary like observer passes. I'll send the PJ for next weekend and we'll go play wherever. Oh. That would be great. Uh, back to golf. You played also at your place. You and Michael and yeah. Jackson and uh, Sean played there. How'd that go? Good. Good. Uh, standard first it was time. great that they did have to come down to Arizona, and they uh, the only two golf courses they played, greens were just top dressed. <laughs> oh, I you know. know, we talk about that as like, <laughs> oh, these people come down here, you know, <laughs> they show up and oh, they airified or whatever, you know, and that's always the biggest complaint. <laughs> Superintendent out there screwing up shit, and those guys come down here, and, and the only two, the place. only two places, <laughs> top dressed, but. I don't think they had any problems with it. Well, one, it was free, and two, it was they still rolled still really good. Great. So, a little uh, dewy and sticky in the morning. Uh, that one putt that I hit on number two that went yeah. dead left off the end yeah. or dead right. The difference of a little the first three holes and the last nine. Eight, oh, it's night and, night and day. Yeah, night and day. Uh, so I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with the way the old canyon is going. It looks really good. So, uh, if anybody wants to come out and play it, get out there. It'll only cost you a couple bucks, but any of you guys that are in the industry, give me a call. We'll play first out. It's warm enough now because it wasn't yeah. even that bad. It was actually really nice. Yep. I, yeah. A little chilly on the range, but after Once that. Once the sun came up, though, it was great. Yep. Uh, so we're going to continue anyways with the uh, air fire or the solid tiner out in the fairways. I got. Uh, I think I'm almost halfway done with the whole place. So, and uh, you saw it was not, well, actually, I had to tell you where we did. I think the only hole I noticed was two. Two, two yeah, because I just did it the day before. Yeah. And I, I hadn't mowed through it yet. So I did two, 16, 13, yeah, and you said, three approach, that? and four approach. 13, you had said you had done? Yeah. You hadn't mowed yet? Yeah, it hadn't it even mowed it yet. Know, yeah, it wasn't even. Probably well, that's the, like uh, the so what did you think of the intermediate ryegrass that I have on 13 and 16? I mean, not I, like visually to me, it looked like common Bermuda. I was like, oh, he's got a lot of common Bermuda poking right. through. Just like thicker leaf blade. 
I don't know that it made a difference in playability, so I do want to see how that transitions. Yeah. Um, and it really, I had made the point, you know, I said, hey, check this shit out. You know, what do you think? Oh, kind of, Any we talked about, I kind of looked like just gross. That big leaf blade shading out the, the, Bermuda it's supposed to die out, though. That's the idea. Yeah, you no, know, we're supposed we're to see a transition. The, if we're talking about getting sunlight in right now and opening it up yeah. and, and getting light in there, warming up the soil, like with that thick of a leaf blade, would, are you at all concerned about? I'm just asking about. No, but that it's an aspect. interesting to. I never even, to tell you the truth, I never even really thought about that happening to it right now because I'm so, I guess, focused on let's see how this burns out yeah. versus you turn your head to the right. Well, sorry, to the left, well, left or right, depending on which way you're facing. If you look at 14 fairway, <laughs> yeah. which is always just the way it sits, the way the sun hits it, um, it's the best-looking hole on that golf course all the time, no matter what. Uh, I've sent a million pictures to my mother, and I was telling you guys the other day, when she came out here and played, she said to me, it's really nice to see the other holes on your golf <laughs> course because that is just photographs the best. It looks the best. Um you know, what is the difference going to be? You know, I can't, if that transition's so good, the par 3, 13, and that's why I did it, par, yeah. 3 and uh, 13 and 16. Facing, yeah, 13 and 16, they both yeah. face kind of southeast uh, direction. So they may burn out a little bit more. No, actually they won't because they're not going to get as much sunlight. Right. Southeast, you know, they, I don't know how that's going to go. It's getting first morning light, so the, the greens are always the best on those two holes. Are they? Yeah, because they get the that in fourteen is really good. Fifteen is really good. Yeah, uh, because they get the most morning sunlight. But if that transitions really good for a hole that it doesn't get any traffic on it, you have to weigh that into it. But that also you think the ryegrass would be healthier without that traffic. So if that transitions so much better, but looks the way it looks, how am I ever going to throw that out onto? 14 and make it look the same i i don't know if you i don't think you roll the dice you can do the yeah. rough though but will seed prices make me do that yeah that's true it's a good question we're, i mean we're talking seed prices are gonna get ugly mm-hmm. at first i heard 20 percent. now it's looking like 50 to 60 yeah that's kind of what i've heard Remember and it's people are around town's like one dollar seventy dollar somewhere between 130 and 170 yeah and the most i've paid is 115 i believe for the blend that i get and mine's nothing top of the you know mm-hmm. it's just a basic three-way blend mm-hmm. so uh it's nothing crazy but it's i mean it still looks good um so we'll see where that goes that's going to dictate a lot of people's moves i think yeah uh, and you got to start talking about it now with your GMs and everybody else's. Hey, this is what is going to happen. And me and you were talking about, you know, you putting your prices together and the drastic changes. Right. But what are we expecting out of the golf course? You know, is that something that you guys have maybe thought about putting out to your membership that, hey, this is what's happening with seed prices? Or do you think you'll wait until you actually see what that number is i don't think we discuss that with a membership until it starts to affect the visual of the golf course okay you know what i'm saying we're yeah. not going from 1250 to 250 yeah where it's like whoa you know what i mean yeah that's it might move it 50 pounds an acre right yeah maybe if it okay. at all and, and at the end of the day i've said it for a long time you get you're not gonna know what you look like until Jan- january 1 350 looks like 750 yeah for sure. You know what I mean? Yep. I agree. It's everybody, you just do the higher seed rates for the better coverage early on. Yeah. And we all know what the, you know, come basically March 1st this year, I would say that our Bermuda was greening up enough that it was filling in all those spots. So if the rate is a little bit lighter, you know, maybe that February is late January is going to look a little bit more salt and peppery. Uh, if you can buy through right. that, then come March 1st, you're almost green again because just, the underlying Bermuda is now you greened just bump up. Bump up pigment in your in your in budget that much make to make up the difference, right? You know? And like I said, I'm gonna I'm thinking about just well, actually, I'm heavily leaning uh, towards lowering the rate right. anyways and bumping up the pigment anyways. It might be the more emphasis we put on transition and have better golf in the summer, seed rates going down and down and down might become more of a thing anyway, just because we want to transition better. Right. 
if yeah. we find out that less seed is better for transition. Yeah. But there are also golf courses out here, and you know they're out here, and I won't throw the names out, is in compared to what I do, double the rate of seed, and the fertilizers through the roof, and they're either getting a hundred and something thousand dollars for a membership or they're getting three fifty to four hundred dollars around right now. But in no summer play. True, I guess. No summer play. So you've got to be tits from overseed to May. Yeah. Now the more and more members my members stay, I've got to be tits three hundred and sixty five days. Three sixty five, yeah, because they're not there but I to think understand. Fifteen years ago transition didn't matter. It was like, oh it's fifteen bucks, but whatever. Yeah. Now it's like I'm here year round. I'm still paying dues. I expect yeah. a good golf course. What right. happened to the golf course? Like, uh, it's transitioning. Yeah, this happens every year. Every, every single oh, well, year. not since I've been leaving. Well, this leaving. is my first year I've stayed. What happened? Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, but, and I think all of our focus now is going back into putting money in transition because I don't think it mattered before. Mm-mm. Well, it mattered much, 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 much less. less because you're paying 20 bucks around and it's 115 yeah. degrees and you want to go labor around. Right. And now people are starting to figure out that. 110 here isn't that bad. Right. And it's 110 at 4 in the afternoon. So you can wake up early, yeah. go play golf, and you're done. Yep. You know, and the the lack Street of people water. on there typically are, you know, it makes for a faster round. Yeah. Sometimes. Then you get in that 10 o'clock hour, it's going to start getting slow because now you're starting to get hack boys out yeah. there. Uh, Looking, you didn't play all winter because you get $15 right. I think we need to take a break. I need to whiz. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for all your golf course and home course needs from the high-o hole cutter to the greenskeeper bucket. Be sure to check out the 2021 catalog in the app for all the up-to-date products. Parwest Turf Services. Use promo code JINGWEEDS for free shipping on orders over $250. So what else we got going on? You got anything else? I, uh, You know what we do need to cover is Hack Attack. That shit's back. Uh, we are getting that thing going. Uh, we had our little summer league. Uh, we have, I think, two more spots, maybe three more that we'll do that I know that are in the books, but Ed had sent out an email the other day. Uh, we had 160-something emails on the original Hack Attack list, and he sent out one that said, hey, basically, respond to me if you're interested in playing uh, or can host or whatever, or you want to stay on the list. If not, peace out. I think we have 60. We lost 100 people. And now... I don't know how many of them were on the email that maybe had changed jobs or whatever, and they just yeah. emailed just that particular one went away. So let's count 10% of that, 20% of that. Okay. So I'm saying the other 80% of you are just not involved in golf at all. Um, I hope you guys are still you're playing and gals are playing at your own place and just don't want to be part of our thing. But if you're in this business and you don't play golf uh, – I have, I just don't I have know. questions. It's like a chef not tasting his food. Yeah. How do you know what product you're producing if you don't play? How do you know how the green responds? Yep. How the approaches are responding? How, how the greens are rolling? How wet the fairways are? How dry the fairways are? Right. How do you know? And if you were a vendor, a sales guy, whatever, you would want to go. And I think if you were a, um equipment person and you would want to go roll in and be part of maybe a place that has the other equipment, you can kind of look and yeah. see. And wow, what a great sales pitch you could have walking in there and saying, hey, I saw this and our machine could do this. And then the next, the fertilizer guy goes in there and says, hey, I see a couple problems. You know, here's something maybe you could fix. It's your foot in the door. Um, That's kind of my thought on it. And then obviously, you know, being the superintendent, we say it all the time. You pick up more ideas and you learn more by playing around the golf yep. and asking them some questions and then just settling up and having a beer and some wings and nachos at the end of it all is where, you know, either the ball breaking happens or you're going to learn something from somebody. I mean, you can ask plenty of questions. Part of me from playing golf is how many times I hit a ball into an area I don't really drive to that often. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, maybe we could put a drain here. You know, I didn't. Yeah. Hadn't driven over here. It's a little wet or it's a little drier. Like how many times you notice something where it's like, I just haven't driven there in like a month. Right. Just because I've been over here, over there. Yeah. Or, you know, you may plunk into some guy's bunker and you wheel over there and you start, hey, what are you using there? And you might snap a couple photos, you wheel back to your golf course and you're like, hey, these are the bunkers at, you know, such and such golf course. This is what we need to do. And here's what they're doing. Because I asked 
the superintendent there. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Um, so it's not just paying Shimkus and Casey, you know, your 20 bucks every week because they're the good golfer. Um, sometimes a blind squirrel finds a nut and you chip in off of the backside of seven at Wickenburg Ranch. Oh, no, sorry. It 16. <laughs> and hey, I it went some money for some by Casey or <laughs> No, whatever. But uh, come and join us. We got a couple dates already filled. Uh, we do have the uh, Cactus and Pine Tucson National event. That's kind of going to kick off the uh, season. We may throw in an early date of May 3rd. Uh, Ed is trying to host there at Wickenburg Ranch May 3rd to kick off the season. If we don't do that, Tucson National, May 11th, the Cactus and Pine event. It's just golf only. Um, get down there, sign up for it. We're going to do box lunches that day. Uh, we can't do It's almost in place of what our annual meeting is. And for some of us, I think the annual meeting is the golf, uh, the guys that are really involved in it. Um, the other ones, if they want to go dress up in a sport coat and sit amongst a room, that dusty old sport coat that you wore last two years ago now at the last Cactus and Vine event, you can put that back on to dress up. But um, like get out there on the golf course. Um, I'm going to try and host, I believe now, May 24th is the date that I'm going to shoot for. If Ed can't do the Wickenburg, then I'm going to push for the May 3rd date. And then uh, Wigwam is on there uh, July. Vistancy is on there July. Black, uh, sorry, Briarwood's on there August. The Ravens August. Blackstone, great one. Uh, what that always gets a big event. Ooh, we can go play backs Blackstone. Let's go see what Andrew's doing. That'll be August, uh, the week of August 23rd is what he got signed up. But we have a whole bunch of dates open. If you're uh, willing to host us out there for a skins game, uh, please either contact, you can contact me, contact us at the Jingweeds, uh, from the Jingweeds at gmail.com. Uh, or you can find Ed's email in the cactus and pine, uh, directory i'm not sure what it is off the bat and i don't know if he wants his email handed out but if you're listening and you haven't gotten the email get it out to somebody we'll get you on the list and at least come and join us to play and maybe you can host um vendors uh let's find your guys that you know you quote unquote guys that you bring to lunch every so often that's you know they buy a lot of stuff from you uh, maybe you guys can throw in something for the rest of us, you know, sponsor maybe a closer to the pin. We've had guys just bring hats. Um, the um, now face shields we had last year that were given out by a company. You know, anything to chuck your name on it, however it is. We're not asking for much, but be part of it. Um, and if you can throw something at it uh, to maybe boost the morale around the joint and give other people something to win, you know, rather than handing our money over to Ed and Casey, oh, they always win. Dean always wins too. Oh, those guys only show up to win. Stop it. You've wasted $30 on way dumber shit. I promise you, you have. Um, so with that, uh, let's keep the, uh, or let's get this season going. Let's keep this going. Dan, it was good times again, once again. Thank you, everybody. Stay pissed. Later. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad.